Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Radio America. Wiggins America 97.1 FM Talk. This weekend, I've been looking forward to talking to Bible scholar and author David S. Heron. Thank you for being here this weekend. Oh, it's good to be with you, Ryan. So the headline is what caught my attention, what the Bible has to say about the USA. The Old Testament speaks to Americans today. Let's jump right into that question. What does the Bible have to say about what America is dealing with now? Okay. Uh, First off, I have written some other books based on Bible prophecy, and I'd like to study Bible prophecy. I came to the book of Hosea on one occasion, you know, while I'm doing this stuff that I do, and um, I'm reading it, and it reads like a description of the United States of America. And by that I mean I I was able to identify 10 general themes that were identical um, identical issues, shall we say, with the Israelites who were in the process of actually coming under God's wrath because they were murdering babies. And um, the United States, which is doing a lot of the same kind of thing. Can I just mention the ten? I don't go into detail on them, just to mention the ten. Sure, yeah, give us the, give us the highlights okay. anyway, the, ones that we all could recognize. Right, the ten themes that I found in Hosea that are similar to themes that are in the United States First one was money versus morality. The second was lawlessness. The third one was humanism, that is putting the human being in the place of God. Uh, you know, we can all have make our own, you know, truth these days. You know, mm-hmm. we can do that because we're God. Um, fourth is liberalism, um, and that really it was an extreme form, which now we would probably call socialism. They call themselves socialists now. Uh, the fifth one is globalism, or really it's um, the opposite of patriotism. It's, we would like a world ruler. Um, the sixth one is life versus con- convenience, and that's where we get to the abortion issue. The seventh one is, I, I wrote New Age. That was a little bit, um, this just happened a few years ago, and there was a long sequence. But now I would just say all religions other than Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, chapter 8, now this one I really like because that's about God's love. It fits right into the, the interjection point, you know, where you usually have the climax. And it's really a, a good theme because it, it reminds us that through all of this, He loves us. Chapter 9 is cunning commerce. You know, how can we cheat? Chapter 10 is sexual license, and chapter 11 is environmentalism, 
and this politicizing um, issues that really aren't issues they're just creating uh, anyway those are the, those are the eleven and intended them are not so good. Well, so instead of grabbing any individual, because I think I have questions about a few of those, but um, let me ask you this. Is this a situation where you, as a Bible scholar and author, would say that there is a prescription that if we follow these things, that God would respond in a way that's already predetermined? Or is that left up to, you know, there, there's still some chance here. There, there's no for sure way that God is going to, like, bring wrath to us? Do we have a way out? Well, as long as, long as we don't enter the place where Israel was, where they were exiled to Babylon. Well, we haven't yet relinquished our national sovereignty. Um, that would be the place where you would get into all kinds of, you know, you go, you go to Babylon and the dictator can do anything he wants with you. He can kill you, he can, you know, torture you. Um but I would say it's no. There's there's still a chance of repenting. God God is always open to repentance because He loves us, and that's the theme of chapter eight. David, let me ask you this: the the book is called "What the Bible Has to Say About the USA: The Old Testament Speaks to Americans Today." When I saw that title, the first thing I thought of was not necessarily types of things that had gone on in the past but prophecy about things that would happen in the future. Is that an area that you study or that you talk about at all? Yeah, actually, that's my primary area of study. This was just in, interjected there. Um, the book that I just got 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 finished, um, well, I was writing and then talking on the phone about, was End Time Living. And that's really, you know, what what's it going to be like? Because we are entering the end time. It's going to be very challenging, and at, at best, it can be a great, great blessing, because even, even when people were, um, in the Old Testament, when people suffered because they were faithful to the Lord, in the New Testament, you know, the, the Christians, they, they suffered because they were faithful to the Lord, but they were so richly blessed in so many ways, um, especially the eternal promises of, of <laughs> a reward, um, that it, it it really compensates, even though we can't see those things. Now, the Lord is keeping track of them. Um, and I'll just say another sentence here. Um, I call it justice for all. He, in, in the Old Testament and in the Revelation, in Jeremiah, Isaiah, and the Revelation, there are these comments regarding the um, not just the end time, um, evil ones, but evil in general. It, and it says, the destroyers will be destroyed, the traitors will be betrayed, the terrorists will be terrified, the persecutors will be shamed, and the plunderers will be plundered. Now, what more, what better justice can you, can you have than that? Mm-hmm. They're not going to get away with it. And we shouldn't be thinking in terms of, well, you know, they, they, they're getting this, that. No, they're going to get exactly what the Bible says. Uh, if they, they betray this nation, they will be betrayed. If they are terrorists and start terrorizing people, they will be terrified, et cetera, et cetera. David, et cetera. Let, me, let me ask you this as we kind of close out here, because I, I, I love, I talk about on this show, you know, we have a cast here on this show, and we, we talk about often, we just kind of drop in having an eternal mindset, because it, that just it changes everything. When you, when you think of things not in terms of, birth and death on this world in this world but you you think of things in terms of eternal 
life or eternity. Boy, it just changes your perspective on every single thing that can be in existence and in, in the way that we deal with them. Let me ask you a very, very specific question about a, a passage in the Bible. And I'm not going to ask you when you think the end times are going to happen. I, I'm, I'm not fool enough, enough to ask you that question um, and make you put a date on it, which I don't know that you would do anyway. But let me ask you this. When the Bible talks about the restrainer and the restrainer being taken out of the way uh, and then entering into you know really bad persecution and real end time stuff, what do you interpret the restrainer to be that would be taken out of the way for these things to happen? I think I just had one and we're taken out of the way. I had a terrible two weeks, and then all of a sudden the Lord takes the light dawned on me. But yeah, I think we're get, getting into the end time right now. I see the evidence all around. Um, as far as are we deeply into it? No, not yet. We're just kind of entering into it. So I don't, I don't mind uh, talking about that because I've done a lot of study on that. The evidence is really there. Yeah, if I was the restrainer, what do I think? I think it's a spiritual uh, thing. In fact, in my case, I think the Lord just took away an angel that was protecting me, and all of a sudden, all hell broke loose, literally. Um, I think a lot of the stuff that that we don't understand has to do with with the spiritual element. Um, And I I would guess that might be it, that it's talking talking about uh, the realm of the spirit, where God is and the angels are and the demons are. And there's obviously a lot of warfare going up there. Yeah, absolutely. Bible scholar and author David Heron, thank you so much for your time this morning. Again, the book is called What the Bible Has to Say About the USA. The Old Testament Speaks to Americans Today. Where do you want people to find that? Um, Well, Amazon's a fine place. Um, um, My website address is www.endtimes, with an S, mystery.com. Wiggins, America. I'm looking for... All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.